We're much more concerned about the flu virus than we are about the coronavirus. for the coronavirus, and do each of you expect it to be a major impact in the region? Trish, you want to start again? Sure. In fact, um, one of my first calls this morning was regarding coronavirus. At Kaiser Permanente, we're paying close attention to CDC recommendations and then reading the organization. In fact, we were a bit ahead of where other organizations were because we started screening early, and we have experience with that from many other situations, whether it was Ebola or H1N1, and reactivating workflows for both uh, inpatient, outpatient, uh, emergency department. So we follow that really closely from a screening perspective. Uh, and we're looking, certainly what our partners are doing, uh, what the CDC is recommending. And so, and also we're spending a lot of time on staff education and patient education because there's a lot of stuff that's being made up about this disease and and facts that are really important for our staff and our physicians and our patients and members to understand. So this is one of those things that thankfully we've had experience with other epidemics. So it's a constant state of readiness for us. And Brad and I were talking this morning about supplies we're actually facing a shortage of masks, of just basic surgical masks. And going back to initial comment about education, I would say that the patients that are hospital with the flu, we are currently so busy in our hospitals with just flu, which is more prevalent. And I'll let my physician colleague here talk about prevalence. So we're always focused on infection control and universal precautions. So that's our level of readiness. Is it uh, Kaiser's expectation that there are going to be a lot of cases at some point? You know, I, uh, time will tell, really. Certainly, we're seeing it uh, with our proximity to Asia. California is seeing those cases, so I'll say we're ready. Hard to tell wh what the prevalence is going to be. Mark, what is Digny's viewpoint on this? Uh, similar to, to what Trish mentioned, we're watching it closely, working with uh, public health agencies, really relying on them in terms of surveillance and uh, you know the, the screening. Education has been a big part of our uh, you know, readiness right now. Uh, we are implementing in our electronic medical records uh, additional screening questions to ask you know for uh, patients that, that show up. Uh, so it's really you know kind of a watchful waiting right now. Brian. Yeah, the same. I mean, readiness is obviously what the hospital business is about and making sure that your staff are well-trained and understand the various risks associated with treating a patient with an infectious disease of that sort. But I think to Trisha's point, we're much more concerned about the flu virus than we are about the coronavirus, just in terms of the magnitude of the potential impact. It's been a difficult flu season already. And in terms of the stresses on the healthcare system, you know, I encourage everyone here to get their flu shot. We should have maybe had a vendor in the back. That would have been helpful. But, yes, yeah, so, I mean, partnerships with the CDC and the local health departments is sort of, you know, the preparedness component of this and making sure that we're all um, on the same page and communicating when there are patients that are potential risk identified. I guess it raises the question, is the public focus right now on coronavirus, is that interfering with uh, 
the ability to, to respond to the flu season, I guess, in some way? I, I don't think in the hospital side we've seen a lot of people that have been worried and are coming into the emergency department as a result and overutilizing services, but that could change, certainly. If there are more confirmed cases in the U.S., obviously there's sort of the panic issue, but I don't think we've run into that yet. And So to be honest, if it helps people get more weary associated with infectious disease, that maybe they get prompted to go get their flu shot, then all the better. David? So uh, the coronavirus, you know, is a very serious virus because of its progression to pneumonia and uh, the potential for mortality from it. But it is not super contagious compared to some other viruses, um, as it has been defined. And if you have the right isolation precautions, which I, I know for sure that UC Davis Health does, the key is to keep that horsing stable and not let it get out there uh, running rampant in the community. The, the flu is infinitely more dangerous. You know, tens of thousands of deaths uh, from the regular flu, no deaths in the U.S. from coronavirus. Um, so if there's one positive, perhaps, which is how do you prevent com uh, communicable diseases from spreading? It's by using a heck of a lot of Purell and washing your hands. And if someone's coughing and spewing germs, stay home, right? Don't come to work. Don't infect your coworkers. You know, we have a mobile economy. There are way too many people who come to work sick when they could just work from home. So all those are some real common sense things. And if the coronavirus helps people do better things for their health and the community health, then that could be an actual positive and it's not too late to get your flu shot, okay? So if you don't have your flu shot, get your flu shot, worry less about coronavirus than influenza A and B. Thank you.